You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Take Command Podcast from Odyssey Sports. I'm Craig Hoffman. That is Logan Paulson. Let's flip the field. Uh, let's go... Commanders on, or sorry, commanders on defense now. Right. Jacksonville on offense. What stands out to you, and and where did you study? I'm sure you studied some old Philly tape. Um, yeah. You studied some of the coordinator. I'm sure you watched a little bit of Jacksonville themselves and what Trevor Lawrence showed last year. Yeah. So I think the the cool thing about watching Philly is that you see a lot of carryover, right? You see kind of who the coordinator wants to be, and you also get to see kind of how an offense evolves. Because they have a new run game coordinator, Phil Rauscher, who used to be the guy here for a while. You know, he's a Bill Callahan disciple. He's all about these gap scheme stuff. And that's not really exactly who uh, Peterson has been in the past. But that's become a bigger feature of this offense moving into this year. You can just tell they want to be that a little bit more. And a little bit of that's personnel. They've got outstanding guards. Brandon Sheriff looked great in the preseason. Their center is a rookie. Looked very good. Their left guard, I don't know who he is, but he's playing very well. So the interior of that group's doing a good job and playing really physical football and creating great movement. Um, and then you look at the tackles. The tackles here are, are the thing that I think sticks out, you know, from a personnel standpoint that makes it the most difficult, right? Because they're not very – they're good athletes, but they're not very consistent. And so they obviously have this really nice, strong core on the offensive line, which they've spent a lot of money for. And then these tackles, which by PFF metrics, by the eye test, are not very good at football. That's something different than they had in Philadelphia, right? So how does he change his offense to fit around those pieces? And um, and it's hard to tell in the preseason. They're also holding things close to the vest. But one of the things that stuck out to me is they ran a little bit more RPO with Trevor Lawrence uh, than they did with Carson Wentz because he's familiar with that in college. And I think that's a way to insulate the offensive line, right? So, the, yeah, I talked about the offensive line. Running back, I think uh, Travis Etienne looks like a good football player. You know, he's a first-round running back, got some talent. Um, yeah, and he was, not, he's a versatile not, guy too. Like he, he did a lot of different stuff at Clemson and they didn't really use him as a receiver in the preseason at all. Um, but that's not to say that's something that they're not planning on doing moving forward. I think where their offense really falls down or becomes, you know, kind of less, you know, less optimistic is when you look at the skill guys, they paid all this money for Christian Kirk, who's got a lot of vertical speed and he's kind of being their slot guy. And I think they envision him as kind of like, um, you know, kind of a hype, like a hyper West Welker, a guy who can play inside, outside, create matchups. But I didn't see that necessarily from him in the preseason. That's not to say that he can't do it. Um, then you got Zay Jones, um, Melvin Jones. Melvin Jones had a really nice career in Detroit, but has been yeah, hampered Mar- by injury. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, thank you. Has been hampered by injury in Jacksonville. Um, mm-hmm. And again, didn't really show up in the preseason. Zay Jones, I like what he did in Oakland, but again, a little bit more of a – kind of a flash player as opposed to a consistent player. Um, and so, again, like the offense, it's got some talented pieces, some guys that you say, oh, I'd like him if he was the third guy or the fourth guy or this and that. 
But, you know, on the whole, I think their offensive personnel is not quite as dynamic. Um, you know, another thing, you're talking about Philly compared to Jacksonville now and how that helps. I think there are a lot of crossover concepts with um, with Philly and the commanders. So that bodes well for the defense because mm. it's stuff that they've seen throughout training camp. So that's something that I think is very um, conducive to an effective start for the defense. Uh, again, obviously, it's preseason tape. I'm sure I'm sure they're still flushing out their identity and what Trevor Lawrence does well. Uh, but I think, you know, that's kind of the offense. And I haven't even talked about Trevor Lawrence yet, but he is a very, very, very dynamic dude. He's fast. Yeah. He's got a cannon for an arm. He's got great movement skills. Like you can see why he was the number one quarterback last year. Like he has all the yeah. potential in the world. He, he mean, can make he, every throw. He, and, and the, the yeah. mobility pieces is, is, I think, you know, like, let's be, let's be, adults about it like he's a white guy with long hair who doesn't look like your traditional running quarterback like he's not michael vick he's not right. you know lamar jackson in body type or if we're being mutt in skin color so it's like yeah. oh white guy who can run wow um and it's like no he can really move and he's he fast. is a guy that you have to be disciplined in your rush lanes uh or he is going to do the thing that so many mobile quarterbacks from like Kurt Cousins level mobility to mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson level mobility have killed this team on over the years. Um, right. No matter who the DC has been, no matter who the personnel has been, just as no matter what the team name has been, it's that third, those third down scenarios, uh, especially it seems like when get the quarterback scrambles and is able to either create something with his arm or pick up a first down with his legs, extend the drive. And, and, and next thing you know, you're giving up points when you should have had uh, the ball back off a punt. And so that, Considering that was a problem in the preseason at times, obviously one of the quarterbacks they struggled that with is Patrick Mahomes, and everybody struggles with that with Patrick Mahomes. Um, it is something worth watching um, as they, you know, have their good moments and their bad moments in the preseason in terms of the pass rush, the discipline, and the things that they're worried about. Um, Lawrence absolutely falls into that category of a guy who can just kill you. Not necessarily going to take off for seventy yards, although I mean, you know, I mean, check they could, um, but. Absolutely is the threat to pick up 15 on third and 12 if you turn your back for too long in zone coverage or man-to-man -man coverage, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, and I think the thing that stuck out to me is, you know, like I knew he was a good athlete, but watching him like walk away from people is a little unusual because he's very tall. He's like 6'6". Six, six. So yeah, you, don't expect him to, you don't expect him to run that way. And he like, you know, linebackers should be kind of forcing the angle and he'd just eat the angle up and just keep running. So he is deceptively fast and he um, the classic terminology deceptively yeah, like, fast i mean because like i knew he was fast like it's like the same thing with i got like it's the same thing with andrew long like you know he's fast but until mm. you see him running with other because they, they're so big right they're just big right. dudes and you don't yeah. expect them and their stride length is a little bit longer right and the other right. thing that stuck out to me is his movement in the pocket like there was a couple times against pittsburgh where they had free rushers off play action so his backs to the defense doing the ball fake and he kind of just peeks over his shoulder and then does like a double stick and gets the guy to miss. And I just was like, that's like, he's like just an impressive athlete, like kind of a basketball player-esque type player. And so, yeah, he, he's got some ability, man. And like, you know, I'm having a, you know, coach's show with Ron tomorrow and I've got some clips of him running. I'm like, you know, what are you guys going to do about this? Just to see what he says. Because I think that it's not so much like he's going to like buy time in the pocket and kind of scramble around like Mahomes. It's like, he is a weapon attacking you vertically through the defense. And like against Pittsburgh, like you mentioned, there was a third and 15 or something like that. 
and he ran for 20 yards. Like, and it wasn't like the coverage was bad or the rush was bad. He just is that kind of athlete. And then yeah. to marry that with a freaking cannon for an arm, man, like he can make any throw you want to make. Now there's a little bit, little bit of Carson Wentz to his game from an accuracy standpoint, like ball gets a little high on him, a little wide, gets a little antsy with his feet sometimes. But I mean, golly, like talk about a guy who's just got everything you want to me. He is the key for the defense. If you can keep him contained yeah. and keep him from like, I don't know, like becoming, you know, the first pick from last year, like you're okay. But if he kind of hits a stride and gets hot, like, holy cow, man, you better watch out. Cause there is like, like a there's lot enough of talent. talent. Yeah. There's enough talent uh, around him too. Like Kirk, if you mess around and lose Christian Kirk, like he's a yeah. big play threat. Is he overpaid? Yeah, probably based off of based off of what what he's shown so far. But like he can play. Marvin yeah. Jones, he was awesome can, in Detroit. Yeah. Like Jamal Agnew is is a kick returner type. If he gets in there, like he can obviously make you miss. Um, Zay Jones has had some nice years. Evan Ingram is one of the most hot cold players that you'll ever see. <laughs> um, and but like can be a matchup nightmare and has had production against against Washington over the years. Right. So. Um, and I like that. I mean, we haven't even talked about James Robinson as the backup back. Now he's questionable right now, but right. we'll see. Um, but he's a guy that was considered their best offensive player last year. So um, there's a, there's a lot of interesting talent. Um, and, and I kind of have two questions on that front that I've, I've been thinking about. And, and that is one, are they actually like, there's the kind of this adage that are they better off seeing them earlier in the year versus later? Like, are you better off seeing this team before they have a chance to gel before Peterson and Lawrence have a chance to work together more or is week one kind of scary? Cause you don't know. There's obviously pros and cons <laughs> to both of those things. And then the other question I would have that kind of plays into that too, is like when you watch Lawrence, how much do you watch him and go, God, this guy's being coached terribly based off what happened last oh. year with, with Meyer being there and uh, the uh, dysfunctional circus that was the Jacksonville Jaguars in his rookie year. Yeah, that's a good question. I didn't, I should have watched it more acutely for that. I was watching it more just for like, just to get a feel for him. I should have looked at his yeah. reads and stuff a little bit more. But um, I mean, for him to look as good as he did, and again, like he doesn't make all the throws, he has misses. I think his completion percentage is like 60%, even through the preseason. But man, like I was, and I watched him in college too. You know, I watched his college tape and I just was like, this, I don't know how this is going to translate, but just to see it, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's next level. Um, yeah, you know, that's a good question. I think there is some advantage to seeing this team earlier just because I think they're just going to get better. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to get better, and I think that's the big thing here. As he gets better, this team's going to get way better. The defense is going to be playing better. I think um, even, like, uh, Trayvon Walker will be getting better as the season goes on. Like, right now, like, Greg, he's so raw. He's, like, so incredibly raw. He's just relying on just being, like, the freakiest freak ever to play the in the NFL, basically, right? And that, that works. He'll probably end up with like eight sacks just doing that, you know, maybe 10, right? which is pretty wild. Um, yeah. But yeah, like he's he's incredibly raw, like, and and so he's going to get better. Devin Lloyd's going to get healthy. Um, Robinson's going to get healthy. Like, I, I wouldn't want to see this team in a couple. And then the other thing is uh, Greg Little, uh, Greg Little, Little, the kid from Stanford last year, he's the backup uh, right tackle. Like, he probably mm -hmm. from an Walker athletic yeah, Walker Little. He probably should be starting for them, but he's growing too, right? Because he was coming off of not playing two years of college football, didn't play a lot last year. Like to me, he's a guy that could be a good right tackle in the NFL. And right now they don't have two good, uh, they don't have a right tackle that's good or a left tackle that's good. So if he kind of finds his feet here shortly, 
like that O-line looks drastically different with him inserted kind of playing with more confidence and playing better. So I do think just because the team's young, young and kind of really talented, you know, it's, it's a young, talented team that has a lot of potential, like from a developmental standpoint, I think that's, that's why I would say play them now, you know, like they're going to be a little disconjointed, you know, for whatever uncertainty you have about them, like I can deal with that. Cause I don't want to see Trayvon Walker when he's figured out a pass rush. You know what I mean? I don't want to see, <laughs> you know, like uh, Trevor Lawrence when he's perfectly settled into this offense. Like, I don't want to see that. And like, yeah. this is a team that like, I think could sneak you win like eight games. Like by the no, end of the I year, don't like, disagree. If Lawrence figure like if it clicks for Lawrence and Peterson is, is as good as, like, do I think Doug Peterson's the best coach in the NFL? No. Do I think he's a above average coach? Yeah, frankly, I do. Mm-hmm. And so if he's that, and and maybe I'm wrong on that, but if Peterson's good and he figures out Lawrence, like, yeah, they're going to win games. And maybe yeah. it, it's they stack them at the end of this year and then they're a threat going into next year. But right. Lawrence is that dude. Um, yeah. So unless they, like, he's the kind of player where if he doesn't work out, you go, why did they mess him up? versus right. like yeah. oh it something it was something with Lawrence. yeah i mean like, it's so funny when i watch him like i just get such a strong andrew luck vibe but andrew luck could literally do whatever he wanted and in some ways that's a detriment to him you know because like he holds on the ball probably a little bit longer than he should he forced he, i mean he tries to make throws and he and the thing about it is he made this throw against pittsburgh that was like don't do that don't make that throw and he like lasered it like very low trajectory right over the defender's hands. And it just fell so softly into the uh, receiver's hands. It was in like this, it was like a high, low cover three kind of thing. And I thought, don't do that. But like, how do you say don't do it to a guy who just did it and made it look good? You know what I'm saying? Like, like if I was a coach, I'd be like, man, like let's check the ball down there. Like that's like a once in a million throw, but he does it consistently enough that you're like, well, he's going to like, so he gets himself, he gets himself in trouble with that stuff is what I'm saying. So, yeah. Until he kind of like learns how to like play, not relying only on his tools. I think he might, it's going to be like the same thing with Andrew Luck. It took him a couple of years to figure it out because he's just so toolsy. You know, he's just got the yeah. biggest arm. He can run, he can do, he's a smart guy. So interesting, interesting thing there for him, I think. Yeah. There's going to be some of that in week two, by the way, too. Like I would like to play Aiden Hutchinson before he figures out how to pass rush as well. Uh, the number two pick this year uh, behind Trayvon Walker, uh, you know, obviously golf comfortable, getting more comfortable in year two with Dan Campbell. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's two of the worst teams in the league, but they're still NFL teams with a lot of talent. Uh, and it's going to be interesting first two weeks of the season.